Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's not worth winning if you can't win! Hey everybody, this is the Cake Eaters Podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon, I've got my co-host Heath with me, and we have finally moved on from Game Changers. We got that bad taste out of our mouth. We're back to yeah. D2. We talked. We went through every painstaking second of D2 before we switched over to Game Changers, and now we're circling painstaking back. is the wrong word, Brandon. That's fair, because it's a, a fantastic movie. But we're circling back, Heath. Yep. We're circling back because we left some meat on the bones. So we're going to we're going to we're going to go we're going to do do a bunch of deep dives for D2 intermixed with some uh some side movies um from from the cast and crew. But today's our first episode deep diving into D2. What are we talking about, Heath? We're talking about Iceland, Brandon. You know, this uh D2 is like an X you just can't get rid of. We are boomeranging right on back to it, an X, Brandon. An X you don't want to get rid of. And, you know, to uh, quote uh, Andy Dwyer from the one Parks and Recreation, um, Iceland, bad guys from Mighty Ducks 2? I don't think so. He wants to be Germany. They've never been the bad guys. <laughs> They've never done anything wrong. No. No. <laughs> but no, that, Brandon, that we're, scene, we're talking that, Iceland. That scene in Parks and Rec is fantastic. Because he brings it. up, she's like... Uh, She's like, you want to be, she say you want to be Japan? And he's like, the bad kids from Karate Kid 2? No, thank you. No, thank you. Yeah. And then he ends up fleecing everyone for their lions and holds all of the world's lion resources. That Model UN episode is probably the best episode of Parks and Rec. It's up there for sure. It's so goddamn good. He's fleecing lions. Didn't he trade, uh, or was it April that traded the moon? Right. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, yeah. I I and don't know, Brandon. But, Andy Dwyer's best though. But but for this episode of the podcast, this we're doing just a quick dig into the bad guys from Mighty Ducks to yes. it's Iceland, it's, the it's Iceland a, Vikings. It's a hot topic. People people were very confused when it came out, and I think I still still are very confused yeah. as to why and how it's Iceland. Yeah. Tell us, Brandon, why? Why, why uh, was it Iceland? Well, because Iceland's fucking badass, first of all. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're goddamn Vikings. 
Um, but no, the, the reason they chose for, from the research I've been able to do, the, the reason Stephen Brill chose Iceland, he was originally thinking Canada, but I think he he uh, got some pushback on that initially, I believe, because this no movie thinks gonna, about the Canadians as a bad guy anyways. And the movie is going to come out. It's a hockey movie. It's going to come out in Canada. You want the Canadians to watch it. You don't want, you know. That's that's good, alienate your audience. There. It's a good chunk of your target market right there. Is you, yeah. you don't want to you don't want to alienate them, and so they needed somebody besides that. And that, that's I think that's why they also left Canada out altogether, just to avoid that. Didn't want to cross that bridge because um, I mean it is weird that you don't have Canada, the the country of Canada, in a hockey movie, and you got fucking Trinidad and Tobago, which honestly great choice, amazing. Because this this came out. This, same year or a year after Cool Runnings, right? I think Cool Runnings was 92. So to not to take us completely off the rails right at the beginning, but in our Trinidad and Tobago hockey movie to make the junior Goodwill games, they upset Canada in the finals. And that's how they make the, ju- final, the final qual- the final qualifying yeah yeah exactly. yeah to qualify for the junior goodwill games and so that's why there's no canada in this junior goodwill games because the powerhouse that was trinidad and tobago Dude, in the this- 90s took them down they the david slade goliath the giant was slain yeah. so yeah Took him down, but so so get back to Iceland. So st- yeah. that's why Canada's not really in the movies because they didn't want to alienate uh, a good chunk of the target market. And so Steve Brill was trying to come up with another uh, villain, and his roommate at the time, him and his roommate at the time, had a friend named Maria, and uh, I think she lived in. They were either really good friends or they lived in the same apartment complex, something like that. My facts are skewed, but essentially, but Maria was born and raised in Iceland. And so uh, they just happened to be best friends while they, while Steven was writing the second movie needed an antagonist. You already got Maria right there in. She can be your, your go-to resource for all Iceland, throw them in there. And then she's in the movie too. Gets a nice, nice part in the movie. Great choice in the end. Like it's, even though it didn't make sense, since I think in that the end they did a good job of portraying them as bad guys because they did Wolf the dentist is like the greatest bad guy coach outside they, of coach Riley. They did the perfect buildup within the movie, like within before you even get to the first Iceland game, they did a perfect buildup of making it believable that they were the they were the top dogs. Because you had everybody was like, ooh, Iceland, ooh, Iceland. Yeah. You know, and, everybody well, and we get introduced to Portman, who is just knocking everyone around, and he is brought onto the team specifically because of Iceland. So that's already putting a little mm-hmm. uh, you know, a little worm. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna need the goon yeah. for Iceland, is what Tibbles tells Bombay. Yeah. So and, so that means they're big and nasty. Yeah. But yeah, so they do they did a really good job of making it at least within the context of the movie, making it believable that Iceland is the the big powerhouse. And I think yeah. long I think like long-term wise, I think it worked in their benefit that it was such a weird choice. Yeah. Um cuz I the, the I think the controversy keeps it uh keeps it interesting. And everybody's like, oh, why? Like, if I think if you put Canada or if you put even like Russia like, as uh, the bad Russia guy, it's just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, it doesn't have the same 
intrigue as like what the fuck is Iceland yeah. doing here? You know? Yeah, like look at these just big bastards. Because now we'll we'll dig into my fun facts in a second. Let's start with a breakdown of the team, though. Okay. Go um, ahead. Because so so we have obviously we got Wolf the dentist Stanton, head yeah. coach, leader. You're going down, Bombay. Thought this was America, Heath. Um, <laughs> what, yeah, what, yeah. About, what happened to free speech? But uh, yeah, Wolf the, uh, crushing the beach ball, fantastic, greatest, one of the greatest sports sports villains in the cinema kids' history. description of him. He oh, uh, so good, you know, uh, knocked out more teeth than goals. He was banished from the league. He's not allowed, like you know, ban- all ban- banned from the country. I think is what yeah, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's it's just yeah. the the mysticism behind him. He's just the perfect, perfect. The Pat Riley hair. Yep, it's just. All the black suits, black suit, good. yeah. So slick back hair, black suit, looking menacing. Yeah. So you have him, and then you got his 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 two right hand men. You have the the great Gunner Stahl, yeah, who's the the captain and the the leading forward for for Team Iceland. Good and game, Captain Duck. <laughs> played by played by Scott White. So you got Gunner Stahl. Then you got um the muscle Olaf Sanderson. Oof. Bad the, guy. The, the one-two punch with Gunner and Olaf was was great. Yeah, it really Fantastic. was. Because Sanderson was just a mean son of a gun. Sanderson, I think, is is the like the true villain. The underrated one. I I would say I would say looking back, James and Sanderson are the two most underrated aspects of this movie. Yeah, because I think they 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 get lost in the shuffle with with all the other ducks and all the other people. But those two, I think, are incredibly pivotal to how this movie goes yeah because you need sanderson on the ice being that bad of a bad guy mm -hmm. in order to like bring the drama committing like committing assaults on yes and (laughs) because like just making the ducks feel like really undersized underdogs you know that have to rally to do it so yeah Mm -hmm. yeah sanderson and then so and then we also have the they, those are the only two Iceland people uh, or Iceland team members um, that we touch on. We got Coach Stanson, Maria, who's the trainer, right? I think she's the trainer. And yep. then we got Gunnar and Olaf. But there's also a ton of other um, Iceland people that we we see and we interact with um, inside the game, but they don't really have any lines. But I'm gonna yep. run off. I'm gonna run off the rest of Team Iceland for you. Okay, you ready? Yep. So we we started with with number nine Gunnar Stahl. We had number twenty seven Olaf Sanderson. We also have number eight Wessel. Number seventy four Uberjavik. Number five Amslik. Number two Bergman. Thirty seven is Bayer, and that's B A J E R. Ooh, I think I think that's how you'd say it, Bayer, right? Yeah, I don't know. Thirty two Thorison. Twenty eight. Stetterson, 22, which is Vreeves. That's V-R-I-E-S. I think Vreeves is how you'd say that, right? Okay. Yeah, maybe. No, number 15 is Hort. That's H-O-O-R-T. Ooh, Hort. Number three is Segi, and I believe that's the goalie is uh, S-E-G-G-I, Segi. Yeah, yeah, because that's who um, Kenny Wu beats on a little yeah. bit. And then there's there was also a number 42 that I saw running around, but I could not uh, could not confirm the name on that. 
but those those are the that's team iceland there's you'll your mastery. No, you'll notice that maybe maybe three of them have something that could pass as an icelandic name yeah, they weren't super <laughs> on the nose with like authenticity, you would, you would, but they just you would those, think they those have, are names. Those are names. You would think they had Maria right there. She could, you know, help us out, try to, you know, get us a, a better understanding of the Icelandic language and the culture around names. Because yeah, stall makes no sense. That's more Swedish than um than anything. And then there's a bunch of like Slavic name, like any all all the icks, like Uber Yavik, Amzalik. That's like Slavic. There's only like um Sanderson kind of works, although to be officially Icelandic, you need another S in uh need another S in there. Stanson, Wolf Stanson fits perfectly though. That's a, that's an Icelandic name through and through. Just, and then Th- Th- Thorison Thorison follows the rules. So to, to break to break it, oh, I, I'm going to break down the rules. So yeah, Iceland, break down the rules. But I also think you just get you get caught up in some of the weirdest fucking semantic <laughs> shit when we do these movies. Like thinking about like some of the breakdowns we've done, Brandon, and like the flags and like these are things. <laughs> these are things that like I don't even think about thinking about while we're watching it, let alone like spending time researching to talk it's just it's wild the stuff that you you know when you when you spend 10 hours <laughs> watching a movie this is what happens <laughs> that's, that's true all right all right so just anyway so that was just that's just my aside this feels very much like the flag breakdown it's it's like, this, go is, ahead. this is incredibly oh. nitpicky for yeah. sure go ahead but go it's ahead. the it's, what it's are the, the rules? it's the icelandic language we should you know pay some respects you um <laughs> but the rule the rules are so they have uh so in in Icelandic culture, the tradition is to introduce people by their first name only, or by their first and last name. You would never ever call somebody by just their last name or introduce them by just their last name. It's just not part of that culture. Okay. And so the, the and way- I think um, their coach, I think Wolf, never always calls them by their first names. Thank you, Bank. No. So keep going. Uh, yeah. Well, I, he only I, I can only he remember says, him and Olaf, Olaf. but. Yeah, I don't think he, he calls out say anyone anybody else's else. Yeah. But um but so they have they have two versions of how your last name kind of goes, right? So essentially you're named after your father. Okay. So like if your if my dad was named John, yeah, my last name would be Johnson with two S's. Oh. Or if uh, uh, that's for for men, for for women, the last name would be John um dotier or i think that's how you'd say it d-o d-o-t-t-i-r um so it's just a, it, it's your your father's name and then the the gendered suffix so son for mm-hmm. if you're a man dotier if you're a girl i think in the last couple of years they introduced um a non-binary version um so you can do that with your names there are in some cases you can um substitute your mom's name for your dad's name or substitute your dad's middle name. Like you can, you can play around with it. It's not a hard set dad, whatever, but that's the traditional go-to. Hmm. Yeah. And then um, usually uh, the, the other thing I found is usually when, when Icelandic people move outside of the country, 
they tend to adopt whatever country they move to's naming style. So like if they moved to um, America, then the last name would just stay the same, you know, kind of throughout down. Um, mm. Yeah. This way that everybody's last name kind of, kind of shifts. You don't have like a family name. That's Usually the, yeah. And so all of these names, so like Gunnar Stahl doesn't fit because you need a son. Olaf Sanderson would work. Uh, but like I said, it, it, we need two S's on Sun, so you'd have to throw another another S in there. Thorison, perfect, great Icelandic last name. Um, Steidnorsen, um, great last name again, and then Stanson Wolf, the dentist, again, perfect Icelandic name. Everybody else got lost Crash. in the weeds. Which, like I said, it, it, it's it's very nitpicky, but look, we have we have Maria right there. Like run it by her, she'd be able to fix all this for you. I mean, I don't even know how to comment on this, Brandon. It's just, it's. I'm just saying, if you Google um, Mighty Ducks to Iceland, this is one of the big things that comes up. Is people are very upset about the name. Oh, really? About the oh, names. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it does sound like they did a trash job, though. It's just you know, it's lazy. You got to just. Get the names, uh, right? you know, let's do better. Exactly. Next time, you know, next time we have Iceland as the bad guys, we're gonna call Heath and Brandon for some naming. I I wouldn't call, I would call Maria. I wouldn't call me. I I'm not Icelandic. Well, I got I all, I got, all, I got all that. Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would not use me as your source. <laughs> but all right. So and if we think about the top moments of Iceland in the movie, Brandon, I think. Press conference first when Wolf the dentist jumps in to start intimidating them right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I think the first game with the absolute bloodbath that is Ducks versus Iceland. Or I guess, sorry, before the first game, oh, I skip one of my favorite parts. It's the Maria date. Um, where we get Bombay yeah. and Maria on the ice cream date, where you know, we learn that. Iceland is very nice and Greenland is covered in ice. You and that fucking quote, you bring that that quote up every time. Every any sure. chance you get, any chance and, you get. I have to, it's my favorite. <laughs> um so then we we get the Maria date and we get Portman and Fulton eavesdropping ice cream with the enemy. I will get to that later, Brandon. Hold your horses on that. I know. I so ice cream with the enemy. I know we talked about this when we were doing the breakdown, but let's 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 delve into this a little bit here. Do you think that ice cream date was on the up and up, or do you think there was espionage going on? I think it was on the up and up. I think it was two good-looking individuals out in California, and you know they Bombay Hollywood. Bombay is Hollywood just before he turns into Hollywood Bombay. He's got his Miata convertible. He's got his, his beach house on the water. You know, he's got his contract coming in hot for the air Bombay's that you think he, do you think he brought her back to the, 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 the townhome or the condo or whatever it is. Do you think he sealed the deal? Listen, I don't know if he did, but you know, it was at least pitched. (laughs) <laughs> so you, you know he you know he threw it out there at least you know? i don't know if he closed said pitch but i know he at least 
you know, was at least trying to throw something at the wall, see if it stuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh. And it, it ends up being a very key moment in the movie, whether it was espionage or not, because I'm, with, I'm with you. I'm with you though. I think it was on the up and up. I don't think it was espionage. Maria seemed was... very sweet, you know? Yeah. Like, and there's, there, just... there's the scene later on, um, the practice scene, um, where, uh, Bombay's uh, like got his arm around uh, Mich- Michelle, right? The yeah, he's holding her hand, and it, it cuts. It cuts to Maria, and she's she's looking heartbroken. So. Yeah, real salty. I said that in the breakdown. Salty yeah. as hell is what she. I was mean, saying. I would be too. We had a great yeah. freaking just. We had a great night out on the town getting ice cream, and then you fucking you know, dummy you at the first your, chance. Got your arm and, around the tutor. Get the fuck I, out of here. And I think you brought it up too. There's there's no chance. That like Bombay a hundred percent ghosted her. There's no chance that he had a conversation where he was like, I don't think this we should st- we should end this. He just no. straight stopped talking to her. Yeah. He just yeah. she was just like, I thought we had something. And he yeah. was like, had what? Yeah. He's like, I, we we got ice cream literally two days ago, Bombay. What's going on? Yeah. Uh, but man, it's Bomb- Bombay's for sure a ghoster. Yeah. And that leads into the first game because Portman and Fulton are pissed. And that first game is an absolute train wreck. That's where we get some of our favorite moments with Julie the cat. That's where we get our favorite mm-hmm. moment with Portman where he's cracking that um, that stool. That's where Gunner and Olaf, hey there, need some help with your pads. <laughs> yeah. And then they draw the penalty. And Port- yeah. Portman comes comes back out into the tries into to the fight box. Olaf yeah. in the penalty box. Yeah. Two minutes, well worth it. And so we yeah. get that line from Olaf. That's great. That first game Dude, is o- an absolute beatdown of your boy Goldberg too. They just they make Goldberg look like the worst thing that's ever happened to hockey. I I, I agree. He is. He yeah, agree. Just garbage, straight be, garbage. Well, you didn't. He they made him look that way. He isn't. He ends up doing okay in the embrace. I will say, nice ba- Goldberg. leader, Bomb- the leader Goldberg. You need ba- to nice. Bombay left him out to dry. He gave in this it, game. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. should have been pulled a lot quicker. And you know, Julie the cat just unfortunately she let the gunner and Olaf get in her head. I don't, well, I mean, she's been she's pissed. She's been sitting on the bench the whole time, and it's like the only time you're going to put me into the game, Bombay, is when we're already down twelve to nothing. Yeah, that's true. I I, I get where the frustration's coming from. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but then after the first game, we we get the uh, before the last game, we get the practice skate with the this, this is. This is the thing I always think of with Wolf is when he's when he crushes the beach ball like a fucking boss, dude. Yeah. When he this is when he becomes like a real bad guy, though, when he takes the cheap shot. Wolf takes the cheap shot at Bombay's need when they're playing the three posts. We talked about this on the breakdown. They're playing the three posts and Bombay is being a real piece of shit. He really is like being like he's being a real fucker with his trash real talk. real sore loser yeah. he's being yeah, yeah. sore he's, winner or sore winner yeah he's being a real because he's, he's up at that point kelly he's, claims that i'm a sore winner but i think she just doesn't appreciate <laughs> my subtle trash talk no you're 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 a sore you're a sore winner 
like I'll 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 what? I'll double I'll double up Kelly. You're a sore winner. A sore. Oh my god, I'm actually offended by that. I'm hoping <laughs> Kelly continues to not listen to our podcast and never hears this because <laughs> that validation is not something she needs. I did I tell you I won our family monopoly game? It was glorious. I set up a murderer's row. Oh, so yeah, like, you the when you told me that story, your eyes got big and you started smiling when you were talking about how much you destroyed your poor mother. Yeah, Mama D was just <laughs> She was the first one. <laughs> she hit murderers row twice and she was left with nothing. <laughs> oh Deep. God. Sore it, it, was, it was glorious. Um, but yeah, we, the crushing of the beach ball and the oh, so fantastic. wolf fully established as, and that's where like Olaf is a chip off the old block with Wolf. Wolf and Olaf, that's oh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. one-two punch of ultimate bad guy. Yeah. Um, whereas Gunner starts out as like being all bought in, but then he sees the duck way in the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because at the end, um, Wolf essentially blames him for missing the shot. He's like, way to go, dude, you lost it. Yeah, and kind of just like whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's 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 slow your roll here, dentist. Okay. Yeah. Collected yeah. more teeth than goals, Brandon. That's just how we do. Yeah, I do. I was a little upset that they doubled. How how they, like watching back, I was a little upset how they handled Wolf at the end. Yeah, because it, was- it, it, it it was just weird because they had him double down on Gunner. And be like, and put the blame on Gunner and tell him how terrible he is. But then, like, two seconds later, him and Bombay have like a moment, like a closure moment where they're like, we're not, we're not too different. And it just, it felt weird for him to double down on Gunner and then go back to. Listen, Brandon, let me clear this up for you. The double down on Gunner and then Gunner's response to the double down is what was the aha moment for Wolf. And at that moment, that was that Grinch moment where his heart grew three times that day. He was like, man, if Gunner, my guy, is going to say these things to me, maybe he's right. Maybe I am being a little bit of a a dick. I I get that. I just wish they would have let that breathe a little more or give us a little more. But my issue is it was just too quick of a too quick of a jump. Like Daenerys Targaryen all over again, right? You know, it's just all of a sudden she's just murdering women and children endlessly on the back of a dragon. First of all, not all of a sudden. If you go back and you rewatch that, she's been murdering Uh, people the entire fucking time. She was never never the good guy. When she, she, I forget that, like, you forget that she literally crucified the entire. Like by the by the time ruling class, she by the yeah by the, the time she meets up class. with uh with Peter Dinklage, what's his name? The uh, what's his character's name? I forget his character's name. But Peter, the guy Peter Dinklage plays. Yeah. By the time um, she meets up with them, she has committed Tyrion, at least Tyrion, She has committed at least three genocides. <laughs> she did have a few war crimes. Yeah, her name for sure. <laughs> it's, 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 every every once in a while, you have to crucify the ruling class to make sure people know who's in charge. Brandon, that's just tale as old as time. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Let's do this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry. That's, all right. So, and then 
like the last, we kind of talked about the last game already, but the last game, the final standoff where Iceland is Icelanding the entire first half, and then the USA Ducks come out, and oh my goodness. The circus comes to town, man. Yeah. Well, the circus comes to town in the second period, and that's where, um, yeah. you know, Kenny's fighting the goalie. And that's, you know, that was the turning point, though, Brandon. Kenny got in the goalie's head right there, and that we, goalie, we, Seggy, never recovered. We mentioned it um, multiple times, or I mentioned it at least, where, yeah, Kenny goes after Seggy, and not not a single motherfucking Iceland guy comes to his defense. Like, yep. where's then, Olaf? Where the fuck is Olaf? Can, can he scoring a goal and then punching the goalie multiple times? Kenny should have been destroyed by Olaf. Like, that's the one time where I'm like, Olaf, if you want to commit assault, that that's the moment you do it. Dude, Kenny humbled them very quickly, though. And that it was, it was never that, recovered, and he got lit up after that. Yeah, it was that. for That was the turning point for the goalie, for sure. The other turning point was, was uh, Dwayne roping it up. Oh, roping Sanderson. Yeah, yeah. Sanderson never knew. Yeah, he was rattled the rope, after that. Did the rope come before Kenny Wu? I'm wondering after. if that's why. I'm wondering if or that's no. why. I'm wondering if Olaf was in the penalty box, and that's why he didn't go after Kenny. Do you think that was probably? I'd have to. I'd have to go so. back and double check, but that would make yeah, sense. Yeah, I think that. I think. The, I think you're right with that. But either way, it's just you know the goalie never truly recovered after getting the one-two punch from. Kenny. He had a and he had a he, poor Sagi dude. He had a rough game. It wasn't just that he got the, ice, the, he the got shower, the ice, ice shower from Luis again. That's another. That's another. Olaf, go commit assault. That's another fucking warrant right there. Um, and then he it's it's it, it's in the the shootout right where Fulton slap shots him in the in the dome. Yeah, and he falls down. That poor concussion. goalie. Poor goalie. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that last game, and then it, Wolf the dentist comes around. But that's those are really our our four oh, key were, players from. Yeah, the four, you're, you're, we're missing one of the best parts from the last game though. What's with that? the with the knuckle puck and Stanson. Oh, the goalie! <laughs> so good. The way he screams that is amazing. <laughs> That's oh man, and just absolute terror as Russ. Pops he's out. just wa- watching watching the the Junior Goodwill Championship slash before his eyes yeah it's just it's all falling apart from there but it's really good stuff in the end but yeah that's maria wolf gunner olaf those were our our four key the, players the core four as i call them yeah the core four. i like that actually the core <laughs> four the core four of the iceland bad guys um do you have any other top moments of like the hockey breakdown otherwise i have 15-ish really amazing facts about Iceland for us. Yeah, that's all I got. Yeah, yeah, Team Iceland um, was fantastic. Fantastic bad guy. And Wolf, we've we've beat this to to death. Wolf the Dentist Stanson is the the best villain of all of these movies. Yep, the creme de la creme. As much as I love uh, Coach Riley. Yeah, Wolf is better. Wolf Wolf is, yeah. The slick back hair. The all black, dude, the the fucking beach ball, dude. The beach ball is what does and, it. And like the that's how you that's how you know that they know they're a bad guy is when they crush a fucking beach ball. 
Well, he he has like tall tales made about him. <laughs> like that's how that's how legendary he is. That he literally has like the youth tales that yeah. that take place, the elementary school fables, you know. Yeah. Um, and and that's why he will forever be a legend. Yeah. Um. Well, are you ready for some of these fun facts, Brandon? Because this is good shit. Yeah, break us down so, some some Iceland fun facts here, Heath. So we know um, from my idiocy in a previous episode that the official <laughs> language of Iceland is Icelandic. <laughs> and, yep. But did you know that in Icelandic, there are over 100 words for wind? That makes no sense. So why, it has why? to be super windy there, I guess. Like, I should have done a lot more research on <laughs> Iceland. Like, I mean, I didn't really get into, like, you know, top topography and, and geography and all that good stuff yeah. and, and the weather forecasting. But, like, you know, it's – I'm assuming I, that it must be windy because it's an island kind of yeah. in the northern area. So that makes okay, sense. It's, it's, so it's an island. It's, it's, it's a relatively small island. Um, relatively, I say, like, like it's not as big. It's definitely not as big as the British Isles, I don't think. No, um, um or Ireland. Yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, a soft so it, wind, a hard wind, a wet wind. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that's what all the yeah. It's just like just different describers. Yeah, different adjectives <laughs> thrown in there. Yeah, yeah, it's like but a hundred uh, different ones. Yeah, that's do, a lot. Do, do, you, do you have some examples you want to throw? No, some? no, yeah. it didn't give any examples. It didn't even give a link to it. But speaking of it being a small island, guess what the population is roughly twenty twenty two census. It's not very big. I want to say it's like like two hundred thousand, right? Something like that. Uh, close, but a bit short. Three hundred eighty seven k ish. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, thinking about that though, that's smaller than Omaha. Yeah, that's real small. You know, like remember when they made the that? World Cup? Fascinating. That's the, that's the highlight of my life, dude. You gotta. How can you not root for Iceland after yeah. some of these fun facts? The um, do the only indigenous land mammal is the Arctic fox, and oh. I don't know if you've ever seen an Arctic fox picture before, but they are adorable. Like that is that is something that rich people turn into a pet, and you're like, okay, I see why, but is that okay? Like, uh, we're not sure, but geez, they really are are very cute animals. Yeah. So, um, you know, I love the videos where they're like, uh, they're like hunting rabbits in the snow, and they're just like jumping, (laughs) and they like no, like dive bomb into the snow, and yeah, they like pop out with like a little mouse. Yeah, like like sonar hunting with their ears. We're gonna yeah. know exactly where it is. Uh it's it's really great. Do you, uh the best? That's the known- only the okay. only indigenous land mammal, though. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. The uh the best known Icelandic musician, Bjork. Yeah. Oh, Bjork. I do do I know Bjork songs? Like I remember you it would. was. Didn't you would, Bjork they, wear the, the one, swan you... at the MTV Movie Awards? And like she was like the first person that wore an insane outfit at the MTV Movie Awards. Now everyone just wears insane shit all the time. She, 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 yeah, that's the swan dress. I don't know if that was the first weird dress, but all right. Well, it's the first one. <laughs> that, that, was, that was definitely her. Yeah. Um you would you would know songs though. Um, okay. Like, I just yeah. have to I just have to Google it a little bit deeper. Um yeah. This next fun fact ties back to D2, and I loved everything about this. 
an ice cream date is considered the perfect first date. So Bombay. So doubling down on Maria being super salty at Bombay, just ghosting her. He took her in the eyes of a beautiful Icelandic woman. He took her on the perfect first date to have an American take you on the perfect Icelandic first date in California. Brandon, how could you not fall in love? Dude's about to have his own fucking sneaker coming out. Yeah. Uh, Bombay really did Maria dirty. Now that I think about it, man, I'm yeah. just, it's all because she's just, you know, she wasn't a mom. Yep. It's the only reason why. That's, that's um, <laughs> this fun fact will go down in history as my favorite fun fact that I've ever found. I love Christmas, Brandon. My family loves Christmas. My my parents' house is like Santa's workshop, vomited at every inch of it. Every room has its own custom decorated Christmas tree that matches the color of the room. Like that was my Christmas growing up. That's how much I love Christmas. But the Icelandic Christmas... Dude, we might we might have been missing the mark our Christmas. Because in Iceland, they have roughly 13 Santas. 13. In, 13 Santas. Because the children get visited by the 13 Yule lads. Is it like um is it like Hanukkah where it's like a separate night? Or do they yes. all come at once? Yes. Okay. It's no, no, no. It's they are visited on thirteen separate thirteen days. So, um, the children place a, sh- a a shoe in the bedroom window every evening thirteen days before Christmas, and every night one of the Yule lads will visit, leave a small gift in the shoe, depending on how the child has been behaving for the year. Yeah. So the 13 Yule lads. And now I have to like find pictures of them because I feel like I need like 13 t-shirts of like the 13 Yule lads. <laughs> and just like that's gonna be like my new tradition of pre-gaming my way up to Christmas is the 13 Yule lads. This, this is really fantastic shit. Um are you excited to hear me butcher these names? Yes, yes, absolutely. Because I, um, so one of the Yule lads, his name is Potas Liquor, Potas Liquor, <laughs> okay, pot liquor, and he likes to steal leftovers. <laughs> nice. So fucking look out for that dude stealing your leftovers. Like this is like that dude is the shittiest roommate that you've ever had in college. Just taking your leftover pizza that you were looking forward to all day at class. That's who fucking Bundesliga is? <laughs> I'm saying these with like German pronunciation. So yeah, you're, you're you're getting real German with it. <laughs> and then there's and then this. I only had two examples. Um, and then there's. Uh, Horoas Kalir or something like that. 
And this is an individual who likes to slam doors during the night. Okay, there you go. I was wondering but, if any of them were going to be um, spooky. Like if they're, they're like a Krampus level evil. I, I mean, I don't know about you, but having some asshole running through my house slamming doors in the middle of the night is a little that would, creepy. That would scare the shit out of me. That's for sure. Like if you were a kid waiting for Christmas and you knew that... Horoscular. They... Suddenly, it's just random. You... <laughs> so it's it, it's they're visited each each a separate night. Yes. Do and they co- do they come in a specific order or is it random? I I didn't get into the order, but okay. I'm assuming it's a specific order because each Yule lad has their own personality in like idiosyncrasies like Uh steal leftovers slam doors like they each have their own shtick that they go through um and then that's reflected in the gifts and the pranks so like the dude slamming doors maybe he gives you a doorstop Dude stealing leftovers, you get a shoe full of pota- mashed potatoes <laughs> if you've been you've been bad all year. Ah fucking shoe full of mashed potatoes again. Damn it. Shouldn't have gotten yeah. sent to the principal's office so many times. <laughs> <laughs> but if they if they're if they're coming on a specific day, it's like like if you know if you know the door slamming guy is coming tonight. You can prep it, it, for it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, okay, we're gonna get some door slams. Yeah, but if it's like gonna... random and you're like, fuck, which night's door slamming guy coming? Oh, <laughs> Just and and to never know when your leftovers are gonna get stolen. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that's a it's a real bum deal. Yeah. What happens um, if there's no leftovers? Does he get like fucking pissed? He probably eats your face. I don't know. It's the only it's the only next logical step. I, I'm gonna have to. Look, I'm gonna have to look more into this because I. I love. I love Christmas, like the you know Hallmark Christmas movies, like we talked about yeah. before. Yeah. And I. I really love like weird um, folklore around Christmas because every like country or like has region done, has their own. There has their own like Krampus figure, or, like the opposite of Santa Claus. That's yeah. there to fuck shit up. I yeah. love those little folklore legends. I, I bet you. I bet you one of these Yule lads is just like. Like he'll, if you were a terrible person, he's gonna he's gonna slit your, your stomach open or something. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. You'll wake up and he's like peeing in your mouth. Oh, that was that was too much. That was too <laughs> much. That was. Don't that wasn't. Your, wait, wait, wasn't it? Isn't it Dwight when he sings it out like the kid sucking its thumb and then the dude cuts the thumbs off? If they, like of the kids when oh, Dwight yeah. is tell, reading the children's stories of I like what he old says, German. Yeah, it's like like warning not to suck thumbs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's also the weird little um, nursery like, rhyme that he says where he's like talking about um, you getting eaten in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> And Michael's like, quit scaring the kids with your Nazi grandma stories. The Germans with, with Krampus, that's 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 like the best one, the best like anti-Santa. There's uh I'm there's some, you there's right some now, fucking scary ones though. A lot scarier than just getting you know peed in the mouth. That was uh, that was like not scary enough and way too gross. Suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> got a little weird here yeah. for saying no but 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 back like in all seriousness like i love christmas and usually like our christmas traditions are we just 
we do our own like 25 days of Christmas. It's all Christmas movies and TV shows from December 1st until December 25th. Um, and then um, it's usually really fun. Kelly's mom sends us like a fun package of gifts and and we open those and we do all that. But now we've never had anything leading up to Christmas. And now you got the, the 13 Yule Lads. Dude, you know, you know who would hate Someone running through the doors, the house, slamming doors in the middle of the night, Kelly. She would, she would really not like uh, Huro's killer. Don't don't invite them in. Are they like vampires? Do you have to invite them in? No, no, they're okay. just coming, man. They're just coming with gifts and pranks. Okay. So saddle up, partner. Do you th- do you think they'll make the trip out here? Or are they strictly? Uh, are they strictly island bound? We don't know that. We don't know the. We don't know the root or the bounds of you their should, magic. But yeah, this you know. this this Christmas, you should you need to you need to like set up an inviting, like you need to get like uh you need to make it look like they're welcomed into your home. Um, maybe do oh. some more. Re- maybe do some more research on exactly what each one does before you invite them into your home. But, yeah, but you like make it as you know, like like if you get authentic like, as possible. Yeah, like, like you know, yeah. you and see, see, an authentic Icelandic Christmas. Yeah, and see if that if that Christmas. if that like baits them over here if they come over and say hi. You know, well, I can't do it super authentic because I I am going back to Nebraska for the first. My mom has been counting the years that I have not been back. It's been <laughs> like I think we're at seven or yeah. eight. And so eight, it's I think it's at eight, and eight years is too close to ten, and ten years not being back for Christmas is too long. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So there you go. So Kelly gets her first uh, Christmas in Wayne, Nebraska. She gets her first white dog Christmas. Kelly might experience a Hallmark Christmas movie. Well, I mean, she could if she wasn't, you know, with you. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's I forgot. Maybe we, maybe yeah. we fall. Maybe, Maybe we do fall a, deeper in love than we ever have been yeah. before, right? Like it's that's like a, it's, that's a better suggestion than I would. I was gonna say maybe you do like a Ross and Rachel break. Oh, jeez, <laughs> Brandon! No, this is where like you know it's you you've been living in the city and doing the hustle, and then that's true. You, you got you should you should have like a little tiff before you before you go out there. Just yeah, like, you know. like yeah, it's like a big fight, and it's like oh, what's going on? And then we get back there, and we realize that love. Love yeah. is little little mistletoe under the white white dog door, you know. Oh my gosh, the mistletoe at the white dog Christmas. Dude, that's where love fucking happens, right there, man. That's what I'm saying. Uh, anyways, uh, but it, <laughs> leading up to Wayne America Christmas for Kelly and I, we're hitting up the 13 Yule lads. There you go. That's what it's gonna be all about. Um, all right, <laughs> <laughs> I've got. Like five left, five or six left. Are you ready for these? Jesus. Then, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah cool. sorry. Um, they love books. That was a that was a fun fact that popped up multiple times. Okay. People from Iceland love to read, and they love to read books. So interesting. Okay, yeah. I haven't read a book book in a well. I guess the last like book I read was Thirteen Rings or or Eleven Rings. Sorry, um, the Phil Jackson. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I, yeah, I love, I love. I was like, a, I was like thirteen, eleven. Rings. I, I meant eleven rings. <laughs> is, this some, is this some weird fucking Lord of the Rings shit? Oh, dude, I wish that'd be awesome. That was the last book I read. I've read a lot of graphic novels, but I think those counts. Like, like the Darkest Night and stuff. Like that doesn't really, really. I didn't really count that as a yeah. book. You know. 
<laughs> We've got some really sick graphic novels, but they they love books. So okay, there you go. Um, it is the safest country in the world. Makes sense. Yeah, it's. Makes I mean, sense. there's there's only a three hundred eighty seven thousand people. Like yeah. You know, like there's not there's not a lot to police yeah. on an island. I, there's probably a lot of self-governing as well. If I remember correctly, it's very um consolidated too. Yeah. There's like two or three cities. Yeah. And then you have like the, the little rural farms and all that kind of stuff, but mostly everybody lives within those. Do you got any food fun facts on there? I didn't do any food fun facts. Like what's um, their what's their like dish? Google that while I give you this next fun fact. Google the the main food of Iceland because this next is how to ask for a refill in Icelandic because they say 10 more drops, Brandon. That's how you want a coffee, a beer, anything, 10 more drops. And they say it's called Tiu Drapar Tak. Tiu Drapar Tak. Okay. And that's uh, 10 more drops. Give me a refill of this beer. So I thought that was fun. Uh, there's a mountain of natural hot springs and pools. So you're yeah, they're They're world famous for the springs. Yeah. Sort of you're thing. swimming there all, all year round. Have you ever, um, did you go to the hot springs out here? Uh, in Colorado? Yeah. I've yeah. Been doing, yeah. That's, that's fun. I went to hot springs, Arkansas. Don't oh. sleep on that place. It's actually it was like Vegas in like the twenties, like oh. during like Prohibition area, and so like a lot of the mob operated out of Hot Springs, um, and so it's got like mob, super like kitschy um, tourist trap, but it's also got like the pool houses. It's got tons and tons of pool houses for the hot springs. And like people come from everywhere with like massive jugs to fill up the water out of the hot springs. And it's delicious water. You know, you can't blame them, but, um, but yeah, hot springs, Arkansas, it's surprisingly a very, and so there's like all kinds of like soap shops and stuff. Cause it's got all the bathhouses. It's, it's good stuff, but really the bathhouses, you're just, you know, it's like a hot tub with a, whole bunch of people just <laughs> say bath bathhouse is not my thing yeah but it's it not was fun thing. like it was it was it was fun times you know it's a it's a weird little place to to go visit so i would i would recommend did you get the food of iceland yet i got some here yeah 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 say it. so it's a it's a lot of uh a lot of lamb and uh lamb and sheep okay that makes like sense that makes head, sense um smoked lamb mm sour ram's testicles little mm, like Jesus. rocky mountain oyster stuff there and then yeah, it's yeah. uh um and then a lot of seafood so like fish stew mm, dried fish sense. which looks real real weird i don't know how i feel about dry fish yeah. i'd have to try it though but i mean dry fish. Del- icelandic delicacy yeah i bet it's i bet it's great i love trying new stuff i'd love to cover it with salted butter Mm. And then eat it like you would a movie snack. Okay. Oh, interesting. Um, or like, yeah. I was, I kept Smoked thinking of it with like some crackers or something. No, because it's dried fish, so it's yeah, like a, so you wouldn't. Need it's like a, like a little. No, yeah, uh, yeah, it has its own little, crunch. It's like a. Yeah. They look like little little straws. Or, yeah. You know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like, like uh, little uh, minnow or whatever. Yeah. Um, fish stew, lobster, all that kind of stuff. That makes sense. 
That makes sense. Um, well, I only have one last fun fact for us, Brandon, and it was that celebrities are meh. Like no one, no one in Iceland gives a shit about the celebrities roaming around. And so, like Bjork sitting in a coffee shop, just minding her own business, and no one giving a shit that Bjork is sitting in the coffee shop with them doing the exact same thing is a very normal practice. Or like the mayor riding his bike like all of their like high profile political officials will just ride their bike down the road no sweat like you know there's there's no celebrity no one cares sounds nice it does sound like i wish that people cared a lot less about celebrity here yeah yeah they care too much and then they they also they put they put people they're our culture is putting people on a pedestal because our culture is real quick yeah Real quick to put people on pedestals. Yeah, everybody sucks, especially celebrities. So yeah, especially people in power because they like, they didn't get there the nice way. No, mm-hmm. it, well, celebrities, athletes. Yeah. <laughs> like if you don't think that that person is kind of an asshole, like some of them are nice, I'm sure, but the ninety nine percentile will. Everybody sucks. But anyways, that's uh, that's all my fun facts. But the the Christmas, the thirteen Yule lads. If that is not let me know, reason let me know enough, how, let me know how that goes. I want to see yeah. if any. Let me know if any of them stop by. the The next stop on the list, I feel like, is you know, now that my passport has been stamped and punched a few times in Latin America, I feel like it's time to just get Iceland in there. You know, I really want to. I really want to go to Iceland too. Gotta do it. Yeah, and check it out. All right, cool. Well, and on that, everyone go out and I wish you a very Merry Christmas and a happy 13 Yule Lads. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com. <laughs>